Hello and welcome to this week's episode of One Shot Dungeons. I am Kyle, your Dungeon Master, and of course, always joined by Jacob. How Yo! are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm having fun. Yeah. I've, I've, we got somebody back from seven months ago, mm-hmm. and I would, I'd like to say she's my friend now. <laughs> oh, that's so yeah. sweet. Yeah, We're yeah, yeah, now. yeah. We're friends now. <laughs> yeah. It's Hunter. Hunter. That's right. Who, back at it again. Madrill. Yeah. Absolutely. Episode. 18. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Back at it again. That was one of my favorite episodes. Oh, no way. I'm ready to have it again. We're going to have two uh, g- great episodes back to back. We just had Noglop. Mm-hmm. Now we got... Noglop? Ma- now we got Madrill. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, One, Noglop is just chaos the whole time. And just, I can't follow it. Yeah, But it's, it's great to listen to. Mm-hmm. Madrill is just like buddy buddies. Just oh yeah, have fun. I'm hoping this actually. I don't know if this is she's playing Madrill or not. You have no idea. I don't. Yeah. I just realized that. I could be. I could be really upset right now. Heartbroken. Yeah. Well, about to find out. So, Hunter, last time uh, we talked, you were GMing for a few games. You hadn't really played any Dungeons and Dragons other than with us, if I'm correct. I believe. Uh, what have you been up to tabletop game-wise or Dungeons & Dragons-wise? What have you been doing? So I stopped playing um, as a GM for my, my group. I had a little bit of GM burnout, unfortunately, because yeah. I was like, listen, guys, I love you, but planning something big <laughs> every week is starting to drive me insane. Yeah. And so one of the players in my group he had branched off into his own game that he wanted to play and it's basically i think it's called um it's it the theme is like cowboy noir and it's called deadlands so that's what i'm about to join now i'm gonna be able to be another like rootin tootin character um (laughs) we were i was talking to my friend because she wants to join and we were we were thinking about being like sister nuns together um i don't know what that's gonna entail but that's kind of like the premise of what we might do. So um, I get to be a player for a little bit. And then after that, I'll probably go back to GMing because I had some really exciting shit about to come up um, for <laughs> my players. And I even like joined like a forum that he was in. I was like, don't read this. There's like a lot of spoilers and I need assistance with people <laughs> who like really know the rules on this right. shit. Cause I was about to, ha- it was about to be like a game of like a uh, clue. And I was like, Ooh. I started getting really stressed out about it. I was like, okay, I need a break first before i get into this so that's where i am now awesome that's kind of what we did with our campaign put on the back burner for a little while yeah put the main one on the back burner now we've been trying out different different games we tried out some shadow run for a bit and then now we're playing space themed D. &D. yeah did i I tell you there's there's a naruto d20 (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like yeah yeah huge rule like everybody did like a oh. freelance put all these rules together oh really it's pretty in, t- in depth yeah I, I couldn't follow it <laughs> there's a youtube video that i might watch that's confusing the shadow run no it's d20 it's D oh, rules okay. but you've got your you've got your jitsu oh no <laughs> don't know enough about naruto to keep up in this conversation get in the anime life my guy <laughs> so hunter you were also last time uh, working on some art and whatnot. You gave us some amazing art of Cyprus. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's on the website. That. We've posted it everywhere. Uh, are you still doing art, taking commissions, and all that? Yep, that's still my thing. 
Um, If it doesn't work out, that's going to really suck because this is the only thing (laughs) I got. Um, I am currently, so like, I've been watching a lot of Miraculous Ladybug, so I've been doing like a stupid amount of like Miraculous fan art. Don't watch the cartoon. It's not that good. But it like, <laughs> it really fulfills this guilty pleasure for me. And someone commissioned me to draw his daughter and Miraculous Ladybug together. And so it's going to be printed like a little poster for her. And so I'm still doing art, still doing illustration. I'm thinking about going to school for like illustration or animation because I really want to do cartoon stuff. Like Ooh. top tier oh, yeah. would be Cartoon Network. Like that's like the ideal world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bigger ideal world world is like having my own studio but we'll yeah. see right but also then, get back to I, us in five years and we'll do an animation have a little scene of uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah when i made it big yeah so everybody go fucking check out her twitter twitter handle and instagram which she's got i changed and get them. some fucking art <laughs> yeah you can find me on instagram under smothercup and then on my Twitter is going to be um, Smotherbug with two Gs at the end. All right. And those links are on our website. Our website and in the description of this podcast. Fuck Ooh. yeah, they are. What do you got? Uh, if you're not supporting us, you got to support her. That's the rules. If you're listening Aww. to this episode. There we go. If you don't Thanks. do it, skip the episode. You don't get to listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, so. You get to <laughs> appreciate this. Think <laughs> of this as a Patreon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. We love y'all. but. Go check out our stuff, at least. Give her a follow. Yeah. Thank you. I believe that's it, then. I don't know. Follow us on all our shit. Check out our website. You can find everybody's stuff there. OneShotDungeons.com. Us, OneShotDungeons, on all social media. Uh, don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow our YouTube channel. And come on the pod. And come on the podcast. Reach out. <sighs> come be a guest. Tell we're us fun. what we're doing wrong in person. Please. Yeah. <laughs> no one's told us that we're doing anything wrong yeah. yet, so I think we're just doing great. No <laughs> criticism is great criticism. No, you need haters. Yeah, I know. I they wish feel, we had. I wish we had haters. You want to make I'd it feel big? Important. You get haters. Yeah, we could probably hire haters. <laughs> or we just go to like an Xbox game chat. And talk about the podcast. <laughs> we there. just gotta start promoting our stuff <laughs> obnoxiously, yeah. and then we'll get them. Yeah, true. <laughs> All right. Uh, if nothing else is on the board, then let's play some fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Cheers, Kyle. Cheers. Cheers, Hunter. <laughs> Irish whiskey. What happened last time? What happened last time was that we had Noglop come on with uh, his lady friend named, oh my god, it's based on her name, Anya. Mm-hmm. And so Noglop's running the town of Noglop. Yes, he is. I told Noglop that he had to help me on this mission. Mm-hmm. He got me to a boat. He bailed. And so now I'm on a boat all by myself as an old lady. A big boat. A big boat. Yeah. I didn't realize that I was on a big boat. 
And uh, so I'm on a big boat. I just deceived all the guards as an old lady. I'm looking for my grandson, Tony Gregory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also guards are on their way to try to kill me. They were, yeah. You blew up the docks, caused a bit of chaos here within this kind of makeshift harbor. They kind of jumped off. They rode the ship out there with you, then jumped off and left you on your own to sail across. Um, so we find you, I mean, rocking and rolling across this ocean here. Rocking and rolling. Because the, the straps are gone. I burned those off. And then uh, I think Anya lowered the sail. So Anya lowered the sail and then dipped off. So yeah. you're now kind of pulling away. As the shoreline's getting farther and farther away, you find yourself in just this ocean of blue. It's about midday at this point, I believe. Or was it? Yeah, it'd yeah. be about midday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you've got a little bit of a journey ahead of you and some skill checks to make. Fuck yeah, I do. So you're sailing for the island of Hagendash, correct? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll some survival checks for me and let's see how your journeys are going. Let's find out. You've got to control the sails, the steering. And everything around that by yourself. Yeah. So we'll go. Uh, we'll go on the, on the ocean. We'll go with the blue. <laughs> Wouldn't be an episode if I didn't roll on that one. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get that D hundred roll out. Yeah. Of the way. All right. Let's just go ahead and roll <laughs> that real hot here. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah. 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 Thanks. Uh, that's a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. That is guy. low. Yeah. That is low. Okay. Cypress, you're going on for an hour or so. You find yourself. Hardly seeing the shoreline at this point, you can see the island far off in the distance, so you have a general direction that you need to go, but things are getting a little bit hairy there on the deck. Uh, as you get farther and farther into open water, there's no more mountains or shorelines to, like obscuring the wind, and it is picked up and it is pulling. Uh, you're trying to switch the sails left and right, you're trying to keep with it, that way the boat can stay afloat and keep you pushing forward, and uh you're getting some lines crossed here and there, and before you know it, some knots are tied up in the wrong spots, and you hear some creaking and cracking in the sail. Uh-oh. As you begin hitting rockier and rockier waters, you're trying to control some of the lines, and before you know it, that top main sail just snaps and drops onto the deck. It falls against the side of your ship as it kind of snaps away some of the wood, and you can see some water begin to kind of come over the top. It's not necessarily just sinking the ship, but you're going to have a hard time controlling and maintaining your boat now at this point, as you've got a bit of a journey ahead of you. What a great way to fucking start this episode. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, I'm a, can I look? Is there a bottom deck to this ship, or is it all just one? Uh, it's kind of like a uh, long boat, like a Viking long ship. Oh, okay. So yeah, so it's one long okay. ship, basically, with the sail in the center. And a cracked side now. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see how, so there's two sails, the top one cracked, and now there's one, the, the main one. Uh, there was the main sail that you snapped, and then there was a smaller one kind of in the back. Uh, okay. So let's see if I can like Tokyo drift this and like <laughs> do it sideways. So my boat is leaning against the wind on a side that's not cracked. Okay. Uh, roll another survival check as that you continue your journey. will not be rolled. But I thought it was blue for the water. <laughs> the water's cursed. <laughs> 14. You're getting it a bit more in control. The ship isn't just kind of wanting to do circles. As you're adjusting this back sail, you're not running in between the two anymore. And uh, the water is kind of splashing into your boat a bit more and more now at this point, but it is a large ship. But your steering's a bit off. You're pointed towards the island, but you're having a hard time actually pointing it towards any, like towards the east side or towards the south side. You're, you're having a bit of an issue. Okay. Uh, You're now a lot closer to the island than you were the land. You can't really see the mainland. All you can see is kind of the silhouette of the 
mainland back behind you at this point as the island's growing larger and larger in front of you. Please roll another survival check for one last shot. Okay, and I'm probably like 400 feet away-ish? I don't know nautical terms. <laughs> uh, one knot. One, you're one knot away. Seven. Seven? Okie dokie. Late afternoon, we'll say it is. Now the sun's going down as that orange hue kind of reflects off of the ocean hitting your face. Uh, you're steering in towards the island and you're realizing that you're not controlling the ship really anymore. The little sail's doing a bit, but at this close, you're not going to be able to do wide circles. And you see yourself pointed once again back towards the cliff edges of the Dolgrim Prison. You can see it peering above the uh, tree line up on the hill just to the westernmost point of the island, and you're coming in fairly quick. Oh, shit. What would you like to do as your ship is now fastly approaching towards the shoreline? Um, and so I'm on, I'm coming up on the hills of that side? Uh, you're coming up, like, just west of the Dolgrim Prison there, past the tree line. You can see it peering up on top of a hill over the trees and down and onto the shoreline, but you are heading directly at it at this point. And how far away am I from that? Uh, you're coming in quicker and quicker from 600 feet to 400, and as you're coming in faster and faster, you can see a campfire lit off in the tree line closer to the prison itself. Uh, but other than that, you're not really no noticing anything. And how far is that campfire away from here? Uh, the campfire would probably be 600 feet or so. Oh, shit. Okay, well, let me try to steer it and maneuver my way to the campfire as best as I can. Okay. Uh, survival check, please. Come on. 17. Okay. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, you managed to get it in a little bit, but you're still kind of just pointed in that direction. And as you're going, you're now approaching faster and faster. You can... Feel the waves kind of grow larger as you get closer to that shoreline and your ship's kind of breaking over the top of them and you now find yourself ramming towards the shore as your boat just stiffly hits the bottom of the sand and it draws up to the side of the beach. It throws you forwards and across the top deck. Uh, you tumble and find yourself on a rocky kind of sand beach, beach line there with a little cliff edge going up and into the tree line. Up above that tree line is where you see the orange hue glowing through the trees of what looks like a campfire. How far am I from that campfire? Because it's, it's uh, up on the hill. Yeah, now at this point, you'd probably, it's like a 60 foot little hill, but it's pretty steep. And then up past that, it's kind of hard to tell, but it was probably 100 or so feet into the tree line. Okay. Uh, if it's 60 feet, I'll, I'll see if I can walk up there. Okay. You know, after a bit of time, there's some big rocks you're kind of stumbling down as some of them tumble down after you, but uh, you do manage to climb your way up to the top of the hill. Hello. It's, I'm an old lady. You're shouting out? Yeah. All right. I'm hungry. I just need some rest. Do, do I hear that calling? Uh, You probably would, yeah. I mean, it's not, you're not hearing, it's not like screaming and loud noises around you. You're kind of just at that campfire there with a few men, but you do hear this from off in the distance. So, you know, she's got her big pot of good stuff, and she's spooning it into everyone's bowls. And she starts hearing, like, that call and the echo, and she goes, y'all hear that? And she starts walking around the campfire with her ladle. Excuse me? Hello? Is that, is that you, Ma? I don't know. Maybe. I'm ditzy. I, oh, no. My mama's not ditzy. Oh. And so she'll <laughs> look over. Excuse me? Who, who goes there? It's Ditsy. I just said it's me. I'm just an old lady. I'm looking for some place to rest for the night. Oh, a place to rest. Well, come on. I'm sure like these boys won't mind you too much. Um, where are you? And she'll like look through <laughs> the darkness. I'm coming up the hill. 
Uh, you do make your way up Cyprus, and uh, you come closer to this tree line as you see a familiar face kind of wandering around the outside and a few men kind of looking confused as they're, they're more focused on the food, but a couple of them are paying attention to you. And uh, a few of them have turned around and stared at you as you kind of hobble your way up to the campfire there, Cyprus. I'll go up to Madrill, mm-hmm. I believe, right? That's it me. is, in fact, Madrill. <laughs> is she? And I'm like, oh, thanks for taking care of an old lady. And I'll go and uh, shake her hand. And while I shake her hand, I'll transform back into Cyprus. Okay. You know? Oh, it is a mighty pleasure to help those in need. But, you know, you ought to start using the wandering stick if you're going to go out wandering and play. Uh, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> I didn't think I'd ever see you again. Why were you dressing in drag? <laughs> well, you know me. I'm always getting in trouble, and I uh, disguise myself as an old lady to get myself out of it. Well, that is truly interesting. C- come meet my friends, uh, the bandits, Angel. Gesture at them while they're eating all their soup. Uh, one of them kind of looks up and just like nods for a second and then goes back to eating. I told them all. Too much attention. I told them all about our little adventure with the snake boots. Did you like the boots I gave you? I'll uh, put out my leg and it's, I'm still wearing them. Yeah. Oh, you look so fancy. <sighs> yeah, um, I happened upon here doing whatever I wanted to do, and then I discovered all these bandits just living here, and I decided that they're appetites and their cook culinary skills will subpar. So I thought, well, I'm not much for killing, but I am some for cooking, and I decided I would just hunker down here while I found out something else to do. But since you're here, I got something else to do. <laughs> Mark, what are we doing? Well, first of all, well, you, I... need you need something to eat. Yeah, oh. I do. I know what we're doing, actually. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> She'll, like, get him a bowl and serve him some stuff. Yeah. And hand it to him. Easily enough, she wrinkles you up a bowl of stew and uh, places it in front of you. You can see large chunks of kind of some awkward looking reds kind of floating around in there and large chunks of what looks like potatoes mixed into this kind of brownie broth. She'll Ooh. lean over his shoulder and she'll go, I saved the pig snout for you. So if oh, you want God. some of that, that's the most flavorful part. Whatever you got to offer, Madrill, I'm happy to eat it. <laughs> She'll fluff her skirt under herself and sit next to him. Now tell me, what are you doing here? Well, it's a long story, but to keep things short, I've been sent on behalf of Noglop, the person and town, to talk to somebody in the city hall to build an alliance with the, to, against the Witten Empire. Is that right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Is that my goal? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got uh, overshadowed with all the other crazy shit that mm-hmm. happened in that episode. I mean, so you, as you two are chatting, some of the men are kind of finishing up their food, and you see a few of them kind of getting ready, and they're packing up some of their bags and kind of hooking up some of their blades, and they seem to be packing up. Where are these guys going? Uh, one of them looks over at you, and he just says, uh, Well, uh, we're heading to the mountains because we've got business to handle, which is none of your liking to know about. But, uh, Madrill, are you coming with us or no? Oh, yeah, these boys are always so secretive. Um, I'll, I'll let y'all take care of this one. You want some soup to go? Um, I'm going to be helping out Cypress on his little journey. He's going to need a wayfinder to find his way to wherever he's going. And you guys have been so helpful of teaching me the witches and witch ways of this whole entire island. It's just been such a pleasantry, truly. Oh, of course, ma'am. Uh, you know, if you've got a uh, pot, we'll take some soup, I suppose. Yeah, uh, we could take it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that and, sounds you know, fantastic. She can find some. She'll store some for them. And she goes, now remember, don't swim for an hour. Or else you get a cramp. Won't be able to do much. And don't fight for an hour. Try to stay out of harm's way. All right? Will do, miss. Will do. Yes. Yes. These are the best well-mannered bandits <laughs> I've ever come <laughs> <laughs> Well, you have to respect Madril. She's helped us plenty. I believe it. Uh, so we'll be at the Dolgren Mountains and see you two later. As the five of them kind of pack up their stuff, you see one of them carrying a large cast iron pot to his side, and they begin heading north towards the mountains, leaving you two alone at the campfire with the stew cooking. City Town Hall is what you said? Throgs Hall, the, their city hall. That's mm. where I'm heading. Mm-hmm. Yes. I believe I have gone by there. By there. By there. I'm thinking <laughs> about pie. Um, gone by there. Um, a few times with the bandits. I think they stole a few things from there. Um, I believe there's two ways that you can get there. Now, obviously, they have different little things happening to them. Um, one way uh, was a bit strenuous for me and my boots, but, you know, nothing I couldn't handle. Bit of cliffs, bit of rocks, a little danger, if you like that. And then um, the other one was more of a clearing, a little bit more open. But then again, open is vulnerable. So, bandits. Now, I may be in good <laughs> graces with these bandits, but, you know, there are cliques and stuff, you know, everybody's got a little bit of black, bad blood. Um, so I can only assume I've got uh, so many friends. So whichever way you want to go, I'll take you, but <laughs> that's what you're going to be expecting. So it sounds like either way, we might run into some trouble. Like so you said, you don't like to, to you're, you're not into uh, killing people. So I think if we, maybe we get lucky and, Go through the open area and not come across anybody? Mm, I suppose so. That's what you want to do. You <laughs> said the first one had bandits and other people there, right? A little bit of danger what? on the first route? The danger is the cliffs and the rocks and the mountains. Oh. The I other see. one, open, wide open spaces of bandits. So, cliffs, bandits. Cliffs, bandits. Sorry, I wasn't listening. I was eating the soup. I was enjoying it too much. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm so pleased that you enjoyed it. Get as full as a tick or whatever you need. Perfect. Well, I'll, let's go route one then. I don't want you to, you know, go out your morals and kill things if you don't need to. Gee, you are such a gentle boy. I don't think that leaving right now is the best option since it's getting dark. It is, in fact. Yeah, it's about six or seven o'clock, six or seven or so o'clock at night at this point, and uh, the sun's going down. And in this tree line, it's just kind of dark and dark and shadowy. You can see like an orange hue over the top of the sky above you. But it's definitely getting darker at this point. Shall we rest before we go on our journey tomorrow in the AM? Not a fan of me. Perfect. I'm going to get a second helping of this soup. Alrighty. <laughs> the stuff. And you said you, you mentioned pie. Do you want to make a pie before we go to sleep? I don't know if I have the stuff for that. <laughs> Pig snout pie? <laughs> Pig snout pie. There's a, like a chicken pot pie. Pig snout pie. Mm, I'll have a go at it. Let's do it. Alrighty then. <laughs> uh, go, Madril, go ahead and roll a uh, nature check as you try and find some ingredients to create a pie. Nine. Okay. Find. I don't know what makes pie. Wheat. <laughs> we gotta make flour. Which you is gotta wheat. make the flour, which is wheat. Uh, you find some stuff that looks like wheat. Uh, you find some stuff that looks like other pie crust ingredients. I don't bake, so I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> but you find what you think could make a crust, and uh. As you're putting it together, it's it's turning out a little bit. It's definitely uh, a strange green color to it, but it appears to uh, make a pastry-like substance that you managed to fill with some pig snout and 
chunks of meat and some gravy from the stew. Easily enough, you can put it into a pot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and your pie begins cooking. Who knows how it'll turn out? We'll see soon. Is there anything you two would like to talk about as your pie is a cooking? So what, Madrill, other than hanging out with these bandits, what have you been doing the last few weeks? Well, um, <laughs> I sent on my merry way because I felt a little uncomfortable about the last interaction we had with that person and that guy who was supposedly just meeting his maker. And then I thought about it more. And meeting your maker sounds more like a death thing. And if I brought someone to their death, I feel a little sore that I promised him a laugh after that. So I'm dealing with a lot of trauma about that, a lot of turmoil about my word. You did the best you could. Eobar went back against your word on his own behalf. That wasn't your fault. Thank you. I appreciate your kindness. Um, But then I just started doing odd jobs. Um, I joined like a little uh, rodeo for a second, did a little few shows on the horsies. The horse died because of an accident. That wasn't my fault, but (laughs) they kicked me out. So I went on more for odd jobs, and then I just somehow landed here, um, and I met the bandits. And, you know, they have so many pleasantry talks about throat slitting and stealing and all this stuff. But I was just seeing what kind of food they were eating, which is hairy biscuits and soggy sausages. And I told them that this is no way to live. You know, if you're going to be a bandit, you should be well fed. And so I, I thought it'd be best to just be a culinary assistant, get my domestics out the way. And, you know, it's been history since then. It's been about two, three weeks, I suppose. <laughs> Since I've been hanging around here, and I haven't killed nobody. Oh yeah, these bandits have been eating great based on the soup. <laughs> mm, yes. It what went... was your? Sorry, what was your performance with the horse? So, it was, it was extraordinary. I would say, <laughs> um, I was the buccaneering, betwixen, uh, beeliner. So I rode the horse from point A to point B, and then I would do some like. I'd flip on the horse, like I would do like some kind of like little trick on it and from one side to the other. And then apparently um, when, because, you know, we do it in different locations, you got to take the rocks out of the, the dirt and stuff. Mm-hmm. I guess the horse tripped on a rock and then it was my fault. I was supposed to do the clearing, but apparently someone told me I was supposed to do the clearing. I don't know. Horse broke a leg. You can't have a horse with a broke leg. They killed it. Then we had it for dinner. So, and then they kicked me out after that because I couldn't an amazing <laughs> horse. Yeah, and you didn't have a horse after that. I walked. Sounds like a tragedy. <laughs> so as you two talk about this, the time rolls by. It slowly turns into night, and you can hear your pie sizzling. <laughs> I don't sure, know sure. what sound a pie makes. I'll check. I'll check. I'll check it out. It's uh, risen. It's risen. Yeah. I think it's ready. It is, in fact, ready at this point. Uh, yeah. Take it out, give Cypress a slice, give myself a slice. All right. <laughs> I'll take a big old helping right off the bat. What's the All aroma? Right. <laughs> the aroma is a uh, <laughs> meat. <laughs> it smells like pork chops almost. And as you kind of cut the pie, that gravyish stew that you put in there to help for filling is almost turned into a gelatin. Ooh. And it kind of jiggles around with hunks of meat holding inside of it. Um, it smells a little bit different and it sure looks a little bit strange as well with this green crust and kind of hunks of gray and red meat throughout it, but it's a meat pie. I'm eating it. Alrighty. Roll a constitution saving throw, please. 
Fuck yeah. I'll do that too. Are you taking bite as well, Montreal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I work, <laughs> I better have a taste. <laughs> Eleven. If I, if I throw up, I'm sucking it back up. <laughs> I'm not offending Madrill. I got a 15 plus 4, so 19. As you guys eat it down, you take the first bite, and uh, it's strangely sour for me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's it's enough to kind of make you almost want to gag there, Cypress, but you hold it down, Madrill. You know something's not right about this, uh, but... Maybe it was the wheat you used, or just the fact that it's a gelatin pig pie, but who knows? <laughs> oh, and, you know, Madrill will look at Cypress and say, and put her plate to the side, you know, that stew really filled me up. I, I think I, I should probably just save this for the boys when they get back as a celebratory uh, treat for them. Oh, that's a good idea. But I'll finish mine. I mean, you you made it for me. I've... Oh, please don't feel obliged. And, you know, she kind of gets up and she kind of keeps her back to the fire with her plate behind her and tosses it into the fire. <laughs> okay, while she's turn her, turned around, I'll throw mine just behind me. <laughs> Alrighty. Mm, that oh, was so good. You finished it so fast, one bite. <laughs> yeah. You can both awkwardly hear some noises from behind each other at the same time. but uh, not going to mention it. Like, fire. Yeah. <laughs> In a green flame <laughs> so it's growing deeper and deeper into the night at this point uh probably around nine or ten o'clock at this point the darkness is set in and the only light source around you guys is this fire kind of illuminating this small circle around the two of you what would you guys like to do with the rest of your night i'm ready to hit the hay yeah i think that's a great idea all righty uh the two of you find some spots near the fire lean up against a log and pass out for the night Cypress, you awake early in the morning with Madrill still sleeping near you, and you can hear a strange sound kind of coming from off in the distance of the forest. It seems to wake you up as this morning dew is kind of covering you at this point. You can feel damp in your clothes and everything that you're sitting on and laying around. The smoke from the fire is just kind of smoldering up and into there as the flames have burnt down all the logs and kind of just left a charcoal sitting there. And, uh, yeah, you hear this strange kind of cracking coming from off in the distance behind you. Okay, I'm going to act like I don't hear it. Uh, I'm going to take some kindling and put it on the fire a little bit, but then as I'm doing it, look off into the distance where the sound's coming from mm -hmm. nonchalantly. Okay, uh, roll an investigation check, please. 17. 17, okay. Uh, you peer in often into the distance and... Uh, you're not really seeing anything out there. It's just kind of thick brush at this point. The uh, the prison does tower over the forest line, but that's a bit away, and uh, you're not really seeing what exactly was making those noises. At this point, Madrill, you're kind of waking up as you can see Cypress kind of taking care of the fire, and kind of he seems to be peering around cautiously. I'll put one finger behind my back and like like a one second like hang out tight. Behind your back, yeah, that's what I was just doing. Too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks so weird. One second, and then I'll like, oh, just uh, I gotta take my morning pee. Sorry, <laughs> and I'll go <laughs> go walk oh. out to where the sounds coming from. Remember, leaves is three, leave it be. She'll <laughs> <laughs> roll over. Okay, uh, you're taking another look there, Cypress. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're an investigation. As I get closer to the tree line. Nine. So as you peer off and into the forest, uh, you do see, it's hard to tell exactly what it is. It appears to be the height of a toddler. 
I should say, but kind of covered in some feathers. And okay. it seems to be like kind of rolling and snapping some twigs. Rolling. Yeah, it's like on the ground. And it's almost got like a human, human-like human body. But you you don't have a great view on it. It's probably 40, 50 feet away and kind of a pile of brush. And it's kind of fucking around with some branches and trees and shit like that. But you don't have a great view on it. Cast invisibility on myself and go uh, check that out. Flash invisible easily enough. And as you approach closer to this thing, are you kind of stealthily doing this yeah, or are you just kind I, of approaching? I don't want to step on any branches and just okay. get the thing away. Stealth check, please. Uh, Madril, you're now waking up more and more as you've noticed Cypress has been gone for a little bit longer than you would have expected for just him saying, I mean, for a peek, at least like he <laughs> said he was. <laughs> Madril will kind of sit up and rub her eyes and she'll sit there and though. I think that morning pee became something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to disrupt him and his. And he's got a very crucial point right now. Yeah. Uh, it might have been the pie. <laughs> 14. So uh, you do make your way selfly over there. You kind of avoid any large snaps or twigs. I mean, the forest floor does make noise as you walk, but you are quietly making your way over. And as you do, you notice a uh, a young bugbear. Or not bugbear, owlbear. 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 A little baby owlbear. Owlbearl. Bear. <laughs> I can't bear? say that together. Owlbear. Owlbear? Okay. Yep. A small owlbear kind of like fucking around with a pile of leaves and Aww. snapping around. And you see its head kind of look up and start sniffing around as you get a bit closer. As I get a little bit closer, I'll go behind a tree, turn myself back uh, visible because mm-hmm. I don't want to spook it by grabbing it invisible. <laughs> and then uh, come back around. And kneel down and, like, offer nothing. I have nothing. But just, like, my hands out. <laughs> okay. Come take a sniff. Roll an animal handling check. Five. As you approach towards this creature, you holding out your hands, it begins to let out a screech. And as it does so, you can hear larger and larger branch snapping coming from about 70 to 80 feet away at this point. It's hard to get an exact location on it, but you just hear this thing screeching just right in your face. It doesn't appear to want to interact with you in any way it doesn't appear to want to embrace you yeah and uh you see it kind of looking around as it's just screeching into there and you hear larger and larger trees snapping i'm running as fast as i can out of that situation <laughs> are you That's yeah where right. will sit up when she hears the screeches can well can i hear it from where I you am? could definitely hear this from where Madrill's you are as well. she goes, that is not a dookie and she'll <laughs> hop out of her oh. sleep bag and run towards the noise all right, uh, Cypress, roll a athletics check. 13. 13, okay. Uh, you're making a decent pace. Uh, you're sprinting out and away from the situation, and as you are, you see Madrill running towards you. She's about 20 feet away from the camp now, from the campfire, as you two are kind of running towards each other just outside of the tree line. I fucked up, I fucked up, I fucked up. There's a owlbear. <laughs> John owlbear, let's get out of here. Do we uh, offer it some pie? I don't know. We gotta offer it something. Uh, and you know, she'll, I guess, run back towards the campsite and, um, grab the pie and just fling it into the forest. <laughs> Off in the direction of where it came from? Yeah. Okay, uh. she go, pack your things! Get your things ready! I don't know if this is gonna work! <laughs> uh, yeah, you see Madril gather up the pie and just huff it into the bushes. You can still hear the screeching. Sorry, uh, the screeching of the young owlbear from off in the forest as it kind of goes quiet for a moment as you two are running and trying to gather up your things. Uh, roll a perception check, the two of you, as you're kind of packing up and trying to get Madril ready to move. 
nine. I don't think a four. Any. Jesus, dude. Yeah, I know. Step it up, man. I gotta pull out some more D20s out of this box. <laughs> Amongst the chaos, you two are kind of trying to get this going quicker and quicker, uh, but you're just a bit flustered between, like, do you need a, is it necessary to pack this thing? And you're trying to figure this out quickly. And as you do, you hear the snapping of branches coming closer and closer now as it finally breaks through the brush line out to your campfire. And you guys see a large owl bear kind of standing over, like, large, it's puffed itself up kind of like holding its ground. It doesn't seem to be running directly at you guys, but it has broken through the tree line and is now just staring the two of you down, and it appears ready to attack, but it's almost holding off. Okay. I'm going to grab a large log or stick and raise it up in the air and try to dominate the situation. <laughs> Get out of here! Yeah, bigger than it. Yeah. Roll an intimidation check. It's like the moose video. <laughs> I want to cast a spell. Okay. Um, I want to do control flames. So while Cypress is making a big spooky stick Ooh. thing, Ooh. I'm gonna have the flames fly around him, just like a big huff every oh. time he makes a big Ooh. sound. Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll give you advantage on that roll, then Cypress, from the help of a drill. Twenty-seven. Hot damn. Hot damn. Okay. Boy. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> big stick. <laughs> yeah, as this owlbear is kind of trying to back you guys down, you hold up this large stick and these flames just erupt behind you, uh, creating a massive shadow as well as just bright lights and scary fire for an owlbear. And as you do so, it quickly turns around and just sprints back towards the smaller owlbear. And you see it disappear off and into the forest as you can hear the twigs stop for a moment and then pick back up speed as they continue off and into the distance. Double high five. <laughs> that was so good. You were so scary like the ghost that you did last time. Oh, you're so I know. I just, <laughs> it just comes to me naturally. Uh, thanks for the backup there with the flames. That couldn't have gone better. Oh, yeah. I was thinking maybe I put a wall, but then I was like, well, what if it doesn't care about walls? And I was like, well, let's spook it a little with some concert flames, like a little pizzazz. <laughs> it's now about seven or so in the morning. The dew's kind of wearing off as the sun's coming up and over the tree line at this point. Uh, it's breaking out. It's a cold, chilly morning, but you can feel the sun hit you and it feels nice and warm. Uh, you've got a bit of journey ahead of you. And what way have you guys decided to kind of try and travel? The mountain way. The mountain way, that's right. Okay. And you packed all your stuff, Madrill. We're good? Ready to hunker out? Thanks. So I, I've got all my necessities and my pots and my my, my campsite and everything I, I could possibly need for a little journey like this. Perfect. As you two continue out, you now head east, down and through the tree line. Cypress, you guys pass along Dolgrim Prison, the place you began your journey. It's now quiet. Uh, you see the walls on all four sections, kind of have holes and broken stones blown all across them, uh, and you don't really hear anything coming from that direction. It's pretty quiet out here as you guys continue your walk and make your way towards the hills. I point to the prison like, hey, Madrill, I, I escaped from there. <laughs> was you? Well, I didn't blow out the walls. I just escaped when the walls got blown. You sure it wasn't you? You can tell me. It's a safe space here. No, yeah, I, I didn't do it, I promise. I would never <laughs> lie to you, Madro. Why did you get into a prison in the first place? Well, you know me, I'm a magic user. The Wind Empire is all against magic, so they cuffed me up and erased my memory and 
been doing cyber stuff ever since. Wait, how long have you had amnesia? Since I woke up in the prison. Episode 1. <laughs> so 1. You met me episode 18, <laughs> which means, oh golly gee, you really have been living a crazy life. I have been. I could have met you before, but luckily I didn't, and we just hit it off real, real well. No, I do like how we met, and I like how we're meeting. Always a journey with us. <laughs> <laughs> Always pleasantries. So, <laughs> as you two continue down the main trail, you find yourselves kind of in the middle of the mountain. Not in the middle of the mountains, in the <laughs> middle of the base of the mountains, where a trailhead starts, finally. Uh, you've seen the mountains for now quite some time. You guys have been traveling for a couple of hours at this point, as it's not the quickest journey. But you do finally find a trailhead that begins leading up steeper and steeper up the mountainside. Uh, you haven't really seen any people around, and you've got quite the journey ahead of you. As you head up the mountain trail, you have a couple of paths to pick from here. So, you find yourselves quickly leading up the... Forest floor goes away as it turns to gravel and stone, kind of pressed down from people walking these trails for years and years. You quickly, though, come to a Y in the trail. One seems to lead steeper and steeper up as one plateaus, as you guys have gained quite a bit of elevation already. It's hard to tell. Madril, you haven't been around these parts too often, but you do, you've heard of an old mining path that cuts through the mountains, but you're not sure where exactly that would be. And do the, are the trails, like, directly in front, like, one goes down, one goes up, or one pointing different One, ways? like, goes off to the right, and that one's the one that, like, plateaus and doesn't seem to be gaining any elevation. And then the one directly in front of you just kind of keeps gaining steeper and steeper. Mm, this is a hard choice. Because I know Throg's camp is to the right. We'd have to go more south from where we're at. Yes. This is where you guys kind of currently are, out in the mountains. You're the no north side of the Hollow you're on, Hills. Yeah, north side of the Hollow Hills. A little bit more west than you are directly in the middle, but you're right around here, and this is where you come to the split in the path. One plateauing and one going steeper and steeper up and into the mist of the mountains. What way would you two like to go? Well, and I'll relay the information about the mine. So perhaps we're looking for something that goes into the mountain and not over the mountain. Any input there, think? Cyprus? <laughs> well, I I'm think going. Oh, where are you going? Plateau. Plateau? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm I'm all for it. Alrighty. So supportive. Uh, <laughs> you two all continue taking to the right and heading down this plateau. The cliff line kind of builds up still. You guys do find yourselves leading up a bit higher into the hills as uh the fog kind of hits you. It hasn't quite worn off of these mountains yet, and the cool air kind of rushes past you guys. You guys do find yourselves standing on the edge lines of cliffs where just 200 foot drops straight down to nothingness. After a bit of time, you do see a large opening in the cave side with some torches lit and a strange wagon sitting in front of it. I'm glad I had these boots on because I had a lot of traction on this cliffside. Very safe. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Of course. Well, boots are just a remedy for the best, fashionable, and useful. These are the sexiest boots I own. <laughs> good 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 they'll be the best you'll ever get what are you two doing as you see a large caravan not blocking the entrance but definitely parked in front of it with some torches lit on the cave as well uh you don't see any people walking around necessarily but you do see this large i'll hold up my fist uh tim and i'm like mimic a knocking sound to the caravan I'm like should i knock 
best not disturb anyone who's resting. Maybe we would go around. Or do you just want to peek in? Curiosity always kills me. I love to see what's going on, but what's the smartest thing? I don't know. The caravan, is it abandoned or is it, like, maintained? So it's uh, it's maintained. Yeah, there's about three carts. So there's three large carts set up, and they're kind of all being towed together. Uh, you don't see any livestock around that seem to be towing them, so it seems like they're kind of set in place. But they do they don't look run down or torn down or anything. And these torches were lit, so there there's definitely some sort of like life given to these things. Somebody's been here. Let's just peek. Let's just take a look. You know. Okay. Do you want to do it or I want to do it? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. Alrighty, Madril. I'll so peek. Have, alrighty. Uh, I'm guessing stealthfully or no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Opens it wide open. Hello. Good <laughs> <laughs> morning. Still check, please. <laughs> yeah. I'll, Who have wants a, I'll have a hand ready up in the air. Okay. So my total is twelve. Okay. As you kind of make your way around some of these carts, you begin peering into them. The first cart you peer into, you don't see anyone inside of. Uh, you look through it for a moment. You see large kind of uh, kegs set up. They're all lined up in the back of this tent. Uh, there's kegs? about kegs, yeah, large wooden kegs, and there's about six of them in this little cart, and you do see a sleeping bag laid in the center of them, but nobody inside of it. Uh, the next one, as you make your way up, you're making a bit of noise. You're, some rocks are kind of tumbling here and there as it's just kind of loose gravel underneath your feet, and uh, before you know it, from the very front of the caravan, just near the entrance, a man pops his head out with a large top hat on, and he says, uh, oh, well, hello there. Um, what can I do for you? Oh, hello. Um, I was just snooping. <laughs> snooping, were you? Oh, well, if you're interested in things, then I've got them. Uh, how are you doing today? Um, well, I've got some company Cypress. <laughs> uh, hey, good sir. Hi. I, I'm, uh, Cypress. Hey, hello there. This you is my company. Oh, okay. And, uh, you are... As he points to you, Madrill. <laughs> ah, Madrill. Madrill. Did you introduce yourself? I can't quite remember. Uh, well, I am Hugsby. I'm just a little bit of a traveler on my own here. Uh, and, uh, you know, always looking to make some friends. So where are you two heading off to today? We're going to Throg's camp. Throg's camp. Well, you're uh, mighty far away from that there you are. Yeah, I think we're going to go through this uh, tunnel here, and it'll uh, lead us closer. You're going through my caves, you are. Yeah, can we go through your caves? Oh, well, yeah, well, oh, I'm sorry, miss, what'd you say there? No, never mind, never mind. Uh, I didn't mind me to interrupt. <laughs> well, uh, you know, they are, in fact, my caves. Uh, so, you could pay to get through, or you could play a couple of my games with the possibility of uh, losing, of course. What happens if we lose? Oh, well, just some fun. Just some fun? Yes, sir. I think you're holding some stuff back, my guy. No. Hugsby, come on. Be honest with us. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, these are, in fact, my caves. You can pay or you can play my game. Well, if it's just for fun, I'm in. If Cypress is okay with it, I suppose I am as well. All righty, then. Uh, so the games or the pay? What's the deal here? Oh, we'll play the games. You're playing my games. Yeah. Well, if you will, please follow me into the caves. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, he pulls one of the torches off of a stand that was near him, and he begins walking into the cave. This is a large turtle. 
Okay. He's got a massive shell on his back. He's got some aqua blue skin kind of mixed with some green hue running through here and there. Uh, he does look a lit, bit younger for a turtle, so he's still moving a bit spryly, uh, but he's not f- super quick or anything like that. Uh, but he is making his way, and he's holding a torch in front of him as it illuminates the darkness of this massive mine. Uh, the ceilings are about 30 feet high, and the trail itself is 20 feet wide. Large stones carved out on each side as he leads you deeper and deeper into the path. And he slowly walks you to a large bridge. Uh, the bridge leads over a massive gap. As you look down into the darkness, you can't even tell how deep it is at this point. It's just a simple rope bridge with wooden slats. And he says, uh, the first part of my game is crossing my bridge. Uh, who would like to go first? <sighs> look, Hugsby. Yeah? This is doesn't seem like a very safe game. Well, uh, if you'd like, I can cross first. Uh, you know... Wait, sure. if he crosses first, does that mean we lose? <laughs> What's the rules of this game? Uh, the rules of the game are hidden. You have to play to find them out. And how much was it to pay to just walk through the caves? Oh, well, you've already chosen to play my games, <laughs> haven't you? We can't back out, uh, Zabra. <laughs> shit. All right. Well, I think if... I'll tell you what. Follow me. Well, stay back. I'll tell you when to go, but I'll go first. Uh, and he just begins walking across I'm this rickety bridge. Every step he takes. You're watching every step. Every step. All right. Roll an investigation check as you try and watch him decipher the fucking roll. Yeah. Six. Six. You know you're not picking up any secret codes that he's stepping on or anything like that. And you just One, see two, him three, kind four. of making his way across the bridge and he makes it to the other side. And he says, uh, and uh if the both of you would like to come on over, now you can. And how far is this bridge? Uh, it's 80 feet across. Okay. And how tall are you, Madril? I'm six foot. You gotta be bigger than me. Okay. <laughs> I'm okay with walking across the bridge. Are you okay, Madril? Can I thunderstep us across? Are you asking... Uh, the GM. Humphrey? Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you sure can try. Yeah. You sure can. I got <laughs> a range of 90 feet. 90 feet? We had the same thought, except I'm smaller, so she can carry me. I can't carry her. <laughs> oh, if she's smaller than you, then yeah. you can carry her? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like to do that. Okay, are you just teleporting yourself over to there? I'm going to bring in Cypress real nice and cozy close. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. And she'll uh, look you... down, and she's like, I got this. <laughs> okay. I just assume that she just grabbed me for no reason. <laughs> Already. He's like, oh, I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> Big, strong woman. <laughs> she squeezes you in tight as a thunderous boom erupts into the cavern. So you tuck in Cypress tightly as you two explode into a thunderous boom and appear next to the large turtle. And he says, uh, oh, well, that's a fancy trick you got there. You got past my first test. As he pulls out a small hatchet, he cuts the ropes on the other end. And he says, I guess we're on to the next one, are we? And you see the large wooden bridge fall down and into the depths as it slams up against the other side of the canyon. I, I asked Cugsby, is that, do you have to re-rope that every time you do a game? Every time. <laughs> that's Part a, of the game. It's a rough game you have here. I got time. Okay, that's true. <laughs> yes, sir. Alrighty then. On to the next one we go, don't we? Uh, follow me, follow me. And I he begins follow. slowly trudging down this long hallway deeper and deeper uh he's making kind of 
almost what seems random turns down different tunnels leading you into the darkness. When you finally come to a large wall, you see a massive plank, I suppose, kind of teetered on a stone, uh, almost like a catapult of sorts. Uh, and he loads himself into it, and you see him pull a large boulder from the ground as he tosses it into the other end and shoots himself up to the top. And he looks down at the two of you and he says, uh, Alrighty then, it's your turn to come on up. As he's about 120 feet up a large mountaintop now. The large turtle has catapulted himself up to the top of this landing. Is there anything, it's just a wall and then a, a cliff edge? It's, he is, it's just, yeah, you guys walk up, it's just a massive stone wall that goes straight up 120 feet up to the top of this cliff edge where he is now standing. So he's if, we fall sh- if we fall short, we're just hitting a wall. Yes, and okay. then dropping. Sapras, I don't think I got a spell for this. Well, you you get in there, and I'll I'll toss this rock on there. It was a boulder. You can pick up a boulder. How big is this boulder? Uh, it's a very large stone. You do, you can't even quite figure out how this turtle could have could have lifted it with such ease. I'm gonna try it's to see bit, if I can lift it. A bit up. strange. Uh, go ahead and roll a strength check. <laughs> I'm gonna wait for him on the plank. Okay. Nine. Nine. Uh, it's not moving. Is it, like, it's heavy as a boulder? It's as heavy as a boulder. It's a real stone. <laughs> is there, in the cliff wall, is there any notches to climb up? A little bit, but it is pretty smooth. Okay. You could give it a shot, but you never know. You can always try. Is there a hidden escalator somewhere? <laughs> would you like to roll an investigation, Jack? I would like to investigate for another way. Alrighty. It is, now that he's up there as well, I should say, it is complete darkness, unless you have dark vision. I have dark vision. You can see in darkness, shades of gray, up to 60 feet. Okay. You're good. So you won't be at disadvantage, yeah. I can't see a goddamn thing. Yeah. (laughs) You're in complete darkness. Push it. (laughs) I'm figuring this out. Ten. Ten? Okay. Mm -hmm. As you peer around, you don't see anything sticking out. Nothing seems to just be an escalator <laughs> leading directly up this ramp. It's about 120 feet up, and all you see is this little catapult here. I'm going to look around for buttons. Is there a secret button that this guy pressed this to is launch this thing? and convoluted for me. <laughs> Roll an investigation check there, Cypress, at disadvantage. Goddamn buttons. I'm poking everything. I rolled a 14. A 14 at disadvantage? Yeah, I did. Okay. As you kind of look around next to Madril, you're kind of tapping the wall, searching for buttons. And as you do, you feel a bit of rope and some wood kind of on the side. And as you do, you look up and you see a rope uh, ladder that's been painted the color of the stone. Oh, sneaky little guy. So it was hidden in there. Uh, Madril, I can't see you, but over here, I found a rope on the wall. A rope? I was just perfect, so I'll follow along with him. Following along? All right. I'll little little voice. You going on up, Cypress? Yeah, I am. Yeah? I'm going to have, because she's going to be falling right behind me, I'm going to do have Missy step prepared if I fall off. Okay. Sounds good. Please roll a athletics check as you begin your ascent. And are you following right behind there, Madrill, or are you kind of giving him some space? How much space would you give him, or what are you doing? I give him one ladder. Step away. Just one step away? <laughs> yeah. All righty. That's what I imagined. That's why I didn't have Thunderstep prepared. <laughs> 17. I got a 15. A 15? So 15 and 17. All right. 
Cypress says you're making your way uh, every now and then. Some of these slats, you grab onto it, and it seems to snap away out of your hand, but you hold on to the strong one below you. And Madril, you can see this wood just fall down past you. And as you guys make your way higher and higher, you're now about 60 feet through as boards crack and fly past you, just giving it a second until the sound finally echoes throughout the chamber. And after a bit of time, the two of you finally make yourselves to the top of this range. Uh, the large turtle kind of looks at you and he says, uh, well, uh, looks like you found my little secret there. Uh, don't much appreciate that, I do. Uh, but I suppose you made it up, you did. Just uh, one more challenge to go, and we'll be on out of this cave. What, so. I feel like the last one's going to be the hardest. Oh, it never is. <laughs> oh, it's going to be the easiest. It always gets easier. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Uh, are the two of you ready to move along? All righty then. Uh, so follow me. As he begins walking deeper and down into this cavern, um, you begin hearing kind of drips of water here and there, kind of splashing off and into the cave floor. These mines haven't been touched in who knows how long at this point. Um, it just sounds empty as the echoing of droplets just kind of echo into the air. Cypress, you see the large turtle man make his way a lar around a large bend, and as you kind of follow behind, it turns to darkness once again. Mm. And all of a sudden, you see the large turtle far away, about 200 feet. At the other end, all you can see is the hint, is a faint glow of a torchlight and the silhouette of the large turtle at the far end. Other than that, it's complete blackness in front of you now. I'll yell across, How'd you do that? Says, Oh, well, you gotta get through my game here, friend. Oh. And then we'll see you on the other side. He just vanished to the other side. He just vanished to the other side. He took now a left turn as you two were suspicious. following him. And then gone. Is there a drop? Uh, I mean, you can't really see, Cypress. Madrill, is there a drop? I look down. As you look down, you just see water. Now in there's front of water? You. Oh, wait, does that mean there's a lake slowly... between us and the turtle? You slowly see ripples kind of on the surface of this water just dancing across. And as you look out just in that 60-foot range, it's kind of gray and dark, so it's hard to actually tell. But it does just look like a large lake separating the two of you inside of this mountain. Well, he's duh, he's a turtle. Of course he can swim fast. Right. That quick? That's insane. I suppose we just swim, don't we? If there's no other options. I mean, we could look around real quick like we did oh. last time. There might be a hidden, hidden something. Mm, yeah, yeah. All right, you go left, I'll go right. Okay, and I'll I'll just lay on the ground looking for buttons <laughs> because I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> Roll an investigation right. check. And you'll go right? <laughs> All right. Roll an investigation check at disadvantage there, Cypress. And Madrill, you are just rolling regularly. Nine plus six, 15. All right. I got a five. And a five from Cypress. Uh, makes sense. Cypress, as you dig around in this dirt, you just feel the wet soil kind of just grunging you up. Your clothes are getting dirty. You're just looking around and you're finding nothing other than stones. Uh, Madrill, as you search around, uh, you're not having much luck either. You're not any seeing any way. I, I really on. can't see anything. I'm just rolling around in the grass or the dirt. Mm. If she looks over, am I just like looking like an idiot? Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you're just <laughs> like, you're searching crawling. the shoreline. Yeah. <laughs> I think Madrill just came up with a, a brilliant plan. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. Cypress was telling me about, in another edition, about glass panels and water. And I was thinking, well, maybe why don't we just toss, since we have a smorgasbord of them, toss some rocks in the water. And if we hear 
um, a kerplunk or just a clunk? <laughs> to tell the depth? To tell if there's any platforms that might ha- okay. be hidden in there that we can't see. Okay. So are you just tossing them or? We're going to do it in a structured order. To okay. see, like, we'll start from the edge <laughs> and, like, work our way across. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think uh, my drill is going to be the only one that can do it. If I throw blind rocks out there, it's not going to do us any good. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Madrill, are you just going to start walking along the shoreline, tossing rocks in? Yeah, I'm going to pick up, like, slightly larger rocks so I can at least see them above, like, the water line. So I'll just... Okay. I'm like, Cypress, I want you to feel around the dirt, baby, and just find me some well-sized rocks. Can you <laughs> do that? I'll do. Yes, ma'am. And so, Alrighty. I'm scooping up some good rocks. <laughs> and I'll so. walk along the sore line. Perfect. <laughs> uh, you can hear her dropping them in as she does so. Um, you continue on farther and farther down the path. You just hear flunk, 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 dropping into the water. And then across from the line, uh, back where the torch is, all the way across the 200 feet, you can hear the large turtle kind of shout out as it echoes throughout the chamber as he says, uh, Oh, well, uh, I wouldn't do that. Uh, you're gonna make them a little bit angry if you keep making noise like that. Keep making them angry. There's something in the fucking water. There's something it. in the water? There's something in the water. Okay, so we gotta find a way around the water? Or can yeah. we just rat? Do you think we could rat it? I'm never good with handling animals. So, <laughs> if you, you had a horse before, so maybe you're better than I am. <laughs> I mean, I I might be a little better. I don't know about a lot of better. Well, it's a beastie. First of all, that's a that's what we know. Um, right then, right then. Um, well, ready up your saddles. We're riding a beastie across the water. Cause okay. I don't think swimming's gonna be uh, the way, and I don't see a swing nowhere, and there's no there's no way around the lake, right? It's literally shoreline water tortoise. Like that is what I see. Yep. Okay. So uh, she looks at Cypress. I have appreciated every moment I've had with you, and it has been an honor guiding you. <sighs> should we don't know what this beast is? Do we want to try to befriend it first, or should we try to? damage it first. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know either. He says it'll <laughs> make it angry, so mm-hmm. I think it, it's automatically hostile. Okay. Uh, my animal, the my score with animals, let's see here, not so good since the last horse I had dad. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll put some mage armor on, on both of us first of all. Ooh, okay. Put it on both of us, and I look at Cypress, I'll go, you gotta be ready. But I think I'll Best option right now, because we can't figure out the trick in this right now. There's no boats, right? I don't see a boat. I don't see nothing. You don't see any boats. There's it's nothing it. on the shoreline. <laughs> we outsmarted two out of three. I'll take this, Madrill. I'll take this. <laughs> we're going to swim as fast as we fucking can. Sabrits, oh, uh, we're going to haul ass, and we are going to make it. You've got some extra armor on you, so if you take a bite, you're not losing a leg. You're losing a toe. Okay. Worst case scenario, I bet I'll firebolt the shit out of it if it tries to do anything. Got it? <laughs> Got it. But should All we right. use magic as much as we can to get across this, or what? Uh, yeah, I don't have any real swimming magic. Well, my plan was to misty step once, maybe twice, then thunderbolt, thunder step myself as far as I can. Mm. Back, back, back and forth. Can you do that? Can you just boing, boing, boing? If he doesn't see us, we might have a good chance. All right. All right, all right, all right, let's do that, let's do that. 
I, I got my thunder steps. I got. I can do that. Do you have messy step? It's a little quieter at first. Nope. Oh, we're going to be loud. Okay. Fuck <laughs> it. Let's go. Get loud. Get loud with it. Let's get loud with it. All yeah. right. So you're thunder stepping? I, yeah. So high level spells. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The both of you. Yeah. Are you doing it at the same time? Yeah. And I'm guessing staying far enough apart to where you're not going to damage each other. I'll be on the right side. She'll be on the left side or vice versa, wherever we were. Okay. And we'll, I'll do a countdown. She can see my fingers. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Do it. Okay. <laughs> I can't see. So if she did it, it didn't matter. All right. Or we could just say it out loud. <laughs> you can speak. Yeah, we could. We could. I can hear you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right. Given a countdown. Three, two, one. Thunderstep. Okay. Roll Arcana checks. Arcana. And I'm I'm up against the wall, so I know where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> Nine. Fifteen. Uh, Madril, you've got a little bit better of a shot at this since you can at least see someone in the darkness, but where you're trying to hit goes off and into the black just as well as you, Cypress. All you can see is pitch black in front of you, except for now as the two of you just explode into a thunderous boom erupting halfway into the water. It's hard to tell how far exactly you are from the other shoreline as you both just splash into the water. You can feel just this cold chill hit the two of you as it's just freezing. Ooh. Are you two hitting it again? Was that the plan? Yeah, let's go. And I'm looking for the torch. I'm going that way. Point. All right. Uh, yeah, you find yourself kind of just dropping into the water, trying to swim for a second. As quickly as you do, you blast off once again. Both of you, please roll a Arcana check as you try and make your. Could way I across. see the torch when I splash in there? Uh, you could quickly, but in between trying to do this fastly and whatnot, you're you're not exactly aiming perfectly. Nine again. Nine again. Thirteen. 13? Okay. Uh, the two of you erupt once again off and into the other end. You're still not quite there as your vision's kind of off and it, the your depth of field isn't quite exactly where you'd want it to be as you find yourselves about 40 feet away from the shoreline of the of the turtle itself. But underneath you, you can feel the water just rising, almost like waves are coming towards you now as something underneath the water is pushing quicker and quicker towards <laughs> the two of you. You're now about... 30 to 40 feet from the shoreline, what are the two of you doing? I'm going to misty step the rest of my way. I can do it 30 feet. Okay. So if I have to swim the last 10, then I'll yeah. do it. Uh, I'm going to thunder step the rest of the way. Alrighty. Do you have spell slots for that? Um, it says three spell, three slots, it says. or So I or... believe you've used Unless she goes uh... level four. all three. I guess. Oh, yeah. Can she cast that at a... Yeah, you, you can, can cast, cast Thunderstep yeah. at higher levels. Yeah, yeah. well, that is her third up, level. Spell that is slot. my third level, so I'm out. No, yeah. you can do fourth. Nope, I don't have, have a fourth. One. You don't have fourth. Nope, uh-uh, you didn't level her up. Surprise! Last game, I've never played after this. Okay, I love that. I love that. I love this ice. This is a, like imagine her like ready to go like thunder, and she's like. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, she tries to like snap. She's trying to go. Yeah. It's not going. And she's like, oh, shoot. Cypress! Oh, fuck. Oh, As fuck. you appear on the shoreline there, Cypress, just 10 feet past the shoreline, in fact, you can see the large tortoise about 20 feet away from you as he looks over and he says, uh, Looks like you made it, friend, but uh, I'll stab- your buddy's having an issue over I'm there. grabbing the torch out of his hand, and I'm looking for him a drill. Okay. Uh, as you pointed off, all you're seeing is just black water, 
And then across the black water, you do see some splashing as you see Madril kind of fluttering for a second. And behind her, you can see a large wave almost forming as it's rolling towards her back. It's about 30 feet away from her as it's pushing quicker and, and quicker And how far up to away you. is she? She's 30 feet from you. And it's and another 30 you, feet. Yeah. But it's moving fast. Like, as you're sitting here thinking, it's rolling in quicker and quicker on you, Madril. Is there anything you'd like to do, Madril? Um, I'm going to frantically start swimming. <laughs> All right. Please roll a athletics check for me. 15. You know, you begin picking up your pace as you've just realized this is your only option and you are now going as quick as you can. But as you are, this wave, you can almost feel the pressure of the water pushing past you as it's like forming a wave rolling almost by you. And you can feel the presence of something large just right behind you as it's getting closer and closer. Cypress, you see this large wave now on her back about 20 feet away as it's closing that gap quicker and quicker. And she's about 20 feet from the shoreline now as well. Oh, fuck no. And I'm going to cast a heightened spell. So he's got disadvantage on my next spell here. Then I'm going to use fireball at fourth level outside of the range that Madril's going to get hit at since I can see her. <laughs> okay. And try to burn the fuck out of this guy, or at least give her advantage to get closer before it gets to her. Mm -hmm. Slow it down a little bit. Okay. Uh, he rolls dex. Yep, dex save. He's got to beat 16 at disadvantage. Alrighty. 14. Oh, that was close. At disadvantage, too. Yeah. 24. 24. Okay. Uh, Madrill, as you're swimming quicker and quicker, you see this large fireball come from the shoreline as it grazes just five feet over your head. It explodes into the water just 20 feet behind you, erupting into this plume of flames and smoke now filling the cavern. You can just see this massive beast, Cypress, just the shadow lines of this thing crawl out of the water, large claws snapping and drawing into the air as it appears to just crisp as you see more and more smoke growing off of the body and it dives back into the water, putting out the flames. It's slowed down a bit there. Madrill, as you were swimming faster and faster, please roll another athletics check for me. And as my movement action, I was going to lay down and reach out. And as okay. It, it, when she gets in range, I'm going to help pull her in. Sounds good. Four. You'll be four? All right. Uh, maybe the explosion <laughs> <laughs> distracted her? <laughs> no, Madrill. <laughs> but she is doing her best to swim, but she's still 15 feet from the shoreline now. You didn't gain much ground with that one as you were just kind of fluttering now more than actually swimming. Um, I'm going to call out to Cypress. Fire! Give me fire to Cypress! <laughs> Give her fire? I hand out the torch. You're handing out? She's about 15 feet from you at this point. I want, if, whenever the fire gets close to me, right, this is all about timing, mm -hmm. um, I want to have, I want to s cast control flames, and I'm just gonna make a ball of fire around me. Can I do that, or because I'm in the water, that just doesn't work? Uh, you, with an arcana check, you might be able to. And it's 60 feet range, you could do yeah. it. Yeah, with an arcana check, I'd, I'd give you a chance. Alright, one chance, we're having, <laughs> one chance please, alright, it's a plus three. 18. 18. All right. As you hold out your torch, she grabs onto the flames as she pulls up a five-foot cube, and you see these flames just go swirling through the air as they now begin to surround her. She's just kind of swimming more and more. Uh, that large beast that dropped into the water is now rippling back up to the surface once again as you can almost see this large shell-like back to it kind of breaching the water and heading back towards her once again. Is this your uh, papa? <laughs> 
says, uh, nope, that's just a friend of mine. Uh, now I'd hurry up if I were you, as he continues waving you in quicker and quicker. He says, are you, are you going to help her there, buddy? And looks down at you, Cypress. <laughs> yeah, I'm still holding out my hand. I got one for the torch and one for, like, holding her, grabbing her hand. <laughs> all right. He says, well, all right, then. Uh, Madril, please roll another athletics check. Twelve. Twelve, okay. Uh, that's good enough to get you as you're rolling in quicker and quicker now. This large shell is breaching the surface more and more as it seems to almost shove you with the current it's creating. And you hear these just large snaps underneath the water of just ah! massive claws. You can feel the water kind of being pulled underneath you from the swell. And before you know it, you finally grab onto Cypress's hand as he yanks you up and onto the shoreline. You see this massive beast's claws just snapping into the ah! air as it retreats back and into the water of these dark, dark depths. Oh, Cypress! I felt it touch my feet! It clings to me! (laughs) Too close for comfort. It's like seaweed when it touches your feet in the water. It's gross. (laughs) Oh, that was awful. I thought I was trying to thunderstep, and then then it wouldn't let me thunderstep. I used them all already. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. We're, We're... we're safe now. We're out of it. We're fine. We've crossed this it. This isn't a game! She'll point at the turtle. <laughs> These aren't festive games. These are tests of strength and, and, and wit. Says, uh, well, you've uh, proven yourself quite strong. I'll run up and punch him. You're punching him? <laughs> yeah. Look what you've done to my friend. <laughs> All right. Roll a, uh, roll a strength check. 15. Uh, as you swing for him, he just quickly leans backwards and almost just like kind of his shell holds him up for a second as he leans back. Like a wibble wobble won't fall down. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So like he hits his shell and bounces back up and he says, I wouldn't do that there, friend. Uh, you agreed to my games and we were just playing them. You said it was just for, fr- uh, just for fun, not for death. I mean, you didn't die, did you? We could have died. <laughs> Look what you've done to Madrill. <laughs> well, uh, if it helps to know, uh, you've completed my games. And we're just a quick little distance from the end of the road here. Oh, please. I want to go. <laughs> Get us out of here. Says, uh, well, follow me there. Uh, and he begins stepping away up and up a long, muddy trail once again, leading out of the cavern. He winds around a couple of times. You can follow him a bit tighter this time as he doesn't seem to be picking up the pace in any way. And before you know it, you can see the bright shine of daylight kind of almost burning your eyes since it's been a couple couple of hours that you've been in this cave at this point. And uh, the sun burns you for a minute as you find yourself standing on a large plateau in the middle of the mountains, but on the other side facing the deserts of Hagendash Island. Oh, outside, how I've missed you. So peaceful. Says, uh, congratulations on completing my game, friends. Uh, and your prize? And he hands out a little coin purse. And he says, uh, and that's for the two of you to split? Uh, please come again and play any time. Uh, we always change the games and everything is never the same. Just as life. (laughs) Okay, I'll grab the coin purse and walk away. (laughs) Says, nice meeting you there, Cypress. She'll, like, look at him, look at Cypress, be like, you think these are the victim's coin? It's best not to think about it. <sighs> Off we go, then. Alrighty, heading on out. Uh, are you checking the coin purse at all, or no? Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Uh You find 20 gold inside of it. Here you go, Madrill. Nice little stash. 
Thank you. I'll just give it all to her. She was traumatized. Giving it all to her? Yeah. Alrighty. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so at this point, standing on this mountainside, you do see it drops down. And instead of this tree line that you know from the other side of the island, it's just thick desert. And throughout the desert, finally, you can see the silhouette of this large city of Throg's Camp. You're familiar with this camp, Cypress, and you've been there before. Uh, yeah. Are you guys heading on down? It's time to get a drink. We've been through a lot. Off on we you, of go. <laughs> huh? Oh, I suppose I did get everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> with a bit of travel, uh, you guys can follow the trailhead down the mountain, and you don't seem to run into any trouble. Uh, every now and then you see a few bandits who almost seem to be patrolling, like a guard packs do, but they don't seem to take any notice to you as they continue on down farther and farther throughout different trails. And, uh, yeah, you guys make your way into the desert easily enough, traveling farther and farther the day rolls on as you guys find yourself finally outside of throg's camp and you see a man standing atop the wall duncan no yeah this is not the wind empire this is not duncan hey what are you doing up there i believe i am duncan stonewall you're duncan stonewall i believe i'm duncan stonewall you're right you're right it's been so long <laughs> it has and you're uh cyprus that's right I keep in mind yeah you won the blood dome i did yeah, that was just weeks ago. It was. It's been it's been a very chaotic season for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I thought you were part of the Witten Empire for a long, long time, but you're Throg's camp. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. If I'm remembering correctly, I think I am. You are on the part of the Witten Empire. <laughs> no, I think I'm a part of Throg's camp. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, me and my friend just want to come in. Uh, you know who I am. I oh. can vouch for her. I know you, and no, you can't. Why not? Uh, just no entries right now. Not for you. Why not for me? I'm the winner of the Blood Dome. Yes. Go speak to Throg himself and he'll let me in. Uh, that seems like a lot of work for you, Cypress. Seems like a lot of work for you to go talk to your boss. <laughs> Roll a persuasion check. Or are you sure? Yeah, persuasion. Yeah. Uh, you see the two of these men arguing next to you, Madrill. <laughs> one Wait, standing one's about... On the, one's yeah, up there. so one's 30 feet up in the air on top of a, a large wooden wall. Yeah, and she's definitely doing a... Back and forth. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Uh, he says, uh, you know, just talk to him, actually. Uh, he said, don't care, go around. Go around where? That's for you to find out. You're not getting in. I flip him off. Remember this? Says, that I do. <laughs> you remember that you're a terrible stepfather, adoptee? <laughs> no, I was just a fucking carrier of a child. I didn't... Well, you uh... better watch out for her. Have a good day. Wait, what? <laughs> That's a long story, Madrill. <laughs> we can talk about it while we walk around. Why do we walk around to? Why can't we just I walk? don't know. I'm gonna I'm thinking we gotta go to the front gate, maybe? You that was the front. Yeah. Go around fuck this guy. Uh, I know the secret. I'm going into the tunnels. Into the tunnels? Yeah. Alright. Uh you two make your way back and down into a old river that seems to be running out of the city. It's kind of some nastier, dirtier water. Cypress, you're accustomed to this, and you've been through this. Uh, you crawl into the small cave, and Madrill, are you following him into this small cave into the city? suppose I don't really have a choice, do I? I follow along. Follow along? Mm-hmm. Alrighty. You heading in deeper, Cypress? Wait, wait. You've been here before? This is how I got in the city in the first place. I mean, if you want to leave and not go no. through this... No, no, I, I, I wanna, I wanna accompany you. I want, I wanna be there for you, as, as your friend, as 
So, as you two head deeper into this sewer line, back and up into the city, Cypress, you find yourself in this small cave once again, dropping, or going up that kind of little stone slab that it was created out of once before in that large gate into the city in the back little entrance. Um, you smell like shit once again, and you're muddy as shit all over again. But you are now back inside of Throg's camp. Uh, what are you two going to do with the rest of your day? It's now about three or so in the afternoon. You've got some time to kill. What are you looking for, Cypress? I think we've been through a lot. I think it's time to drink. Time to drink? I'll, I think we'll deal with this in the morning. Right then. On me. <laughs> On Madrill. Yeah, she's going to start walking in a direction. I have never been here before. Where do we go? <laughs> you know what? I know three places and one of them is a strip club. He actually does, yes. <laughs> I love burleskin. <laughs> yeah. Follow uh, me! And all right. Start darting. Oh, yeah. He starts darting through. It's a old, muddy city. Most of these buildings don't seem like they should be standing on their own, but they've built it around that, and it seems to hold up. Uh, it's not held together, and it's basically a city made by bandits. Uh, you're oh, familiar right. with it, Cyprus, but it's old, dirty, and shitty, but it seems to have a nice, homey feel to it. And as you guys make your way to the local strip club, uh, you begin partying your night away. Uh, is there anything you two would like to cover before we wrap this up? Mm-mm. It's three in the. It's three p.m. We're it's drinking. About three p.m. Yeah, we're drinking a lot. Club. Yeah, okay, three p.m. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. It's a party night. All right. For fucking sure. So you two continue partying throughout the night, ordering dances, doing some gambling, doing a whole lot of drinking. Uh, different crowds of people head in throughout the night. And you find yourself blacking out, Cypress. And that's where we're going to go ahead and call tonight's episode of One Shot Dungeons. I am tossed. Mm -hmm. Why do you always black out like that, buddy? That's the way of Cypress. The way of (laughs) Cypress. Life of Cypress is a non-memorable one. Yeah, you got to drink your sorrows away. (laughs) Thank you, Hunter, for joining us and playing an amazing Madrill once again. Thanks for having Always me. just lively. You bring a lot yeah. of life to the show that we don't have. <laughs> oh, stop. I appreciate it. But it's been a blast. Always a, always a pleasure. Always fun. Yeah. Always. Thank you for having me. Uh, everybody out there, check out her art. Uh, it is... Instagram and Twitter. Instagram and Twitter are different, but Instagram is... Smother Cup. Mother Cup. Smother cup and smother bug. Smother bug. On Twitter, Two G's on at the end. Two G's. Two G's. Uh, you can also see that's where you'll find all of her art. Uh, our website also has some of her art up there as well. The piece of Cypress and Madrill. And the it's snakes. got its own tab. And it's called art. You gotta click the links <laughs> yeah. and you'll be right there. Yeah, she's the the only one on there so far, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so check that out. Um, no, she, there's two. Is there? Nolan Lock also. Oh, there. Nolan Locks. Okay. Well, check out the art page. You can find some samples of her stuff there. I'm sure you, sure you post plenty of your samples as well. Beautiful yours. And uh, God damn it. Yeah. Reach out for some amazing commissions because it's That's some me. dope shit. Dope shit. No? How'd you enjoy it, Hunter? Did you like playing with us again? I always have so much fun. I think what my favorite part about like one shots is that I don't feel like there are real consequences. There are no long lasting effects on me. So I can mm-hmm. fuck Yeah, for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it sucks you. It sucks for you. <laughs> <laughs>
but as Madrill, she's definitely just like happy to be here, and I really enjoy that character. There's nothing serious about her other than her one like Batman no killing rule. Right. You know? yeah. It's <laughs> um, perfect though. Yeah. Everything's game, fair game. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. So I I love your GMing. Very easy with you always roll with the punches so well. Safis just goes with my shenanigans and he trusts me so much. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I was yeah. so happy. I was when I got the text message, I was like, I never check my Instagram, so it's so funny that I saw that and I was like, No fucking way. <laughs> Again? Hell yeah. You will get yeah. gotta have Madrill back. <laughs> so it was super great. I'm so glad I got to be here tonight. Yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you. Good. Thanks. Uh, and thank you everybody out there for listening. I don't know. Spend some money on her shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck us this episode. Don't yeah. give us a goddamn penny. Exactly. Oh all, all the hunter. Stop it, you guys. Spend money on her shit. You're gonna, you're gonna give me all my bills paid. <laughs> <laughs> Pay her bills. Yeah. And bills. with that, everybody else out there, buy her shit and have a kick-ass day. Boom. Shut